Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Thursday, September the 8th. I hope you're having a great day and we are glad to have you with us for our Winning Side broadcast. We welcome you, those who are listening by way of radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, Those who are listening on the radio app today, we welcome you, those on the podcast. Thank you for joining us. And then those who are watching on Facebook and those who are watching on YouTube, I hope you're having a great day. And we are thankful for this Thursday. Another week is flying by. I think maybe especially because of Monday uh, being a holiday, uh, it is just all week. I, I seem like I feel like it's not the right day. You know, I don't know if you've had that experience or not, but we were actually talking about it yesterday in chapel, how that it didn't seem like a Wednesday because we'd only had one day of school uh, so far. But we're glad that you're with us. We're honored to have you. And uh, we are thankful for the privilege we have to be able to share the good news of the gospel and to be able to share the word of God with uh, those uh, of our radio friends who are listening today. Happy birthday today to Angie Benthal and a happy anniversary today to Ben and Susan Paxton. And I hope you folks have a great day today. God bless you. We had a great service last night, our prayer meeting and Bible study. I thank the Lord for that. And we're going through the book of Revelation. And then, of course, uh, our uh, children's ministries. What a blessing to have the Master Club program. And that is for children uh, when they go out of the nursery at three and a half, they can start in Master Clubs and it goes up through the sixth grade. Well, then um, the seventh through 12th grade, our teens, they have their uh, Bible study and their teens on target ministry. That's a wonderful time. And then the adults, we're all in the auditorium. We stay in the auditorium on Wednesday nights, and uh, it's a blessing to be able to study the Word of God. I hope you know more about the Bible today than you did yesterday. Now, here's what happens. You say, well, yeah, I used to know a lot about the Bible. 20 years ago, I used to read it and I used to study it. Well, if you don't continue to read it and if you don't continue to study it, you know what will happen. You'll forget it. And so that's why it's so important that we constantly get in the Bible and remind ourselves of the promises of God. And, and, and remember, what does the Bible say? I think it'd be good to review uh, the doctrines of the Bible, review the stories of the Bible. And uh, it's such a powerful book. It never gets old. It's always alive. It's always powerful. And so we had a good service last night. I'm looking forward to a great day on Sunday. Uh, let's be in prayer for this Saturday evening for our men's meet night. We're going to have a wonderful time, good food, good fellowship. And uh, I hope you'll be in prayer for that. If you've not yet signed up, hope you get signed up and I hope you plan to come this Saturday evening. Let's pray for our church, pray for our school today. Let's pray for our missionaries, pray for our members, and let's be in prayer for all of the needs uh, that uh, we would lift those up to the Lord in prayer. Here's a great song by a quartet. I love men's quartets. I love hearing our men's quartet here sing, but here's a great song by uh, the Amen Quartet, and I hope you enjoy this song. Then after this song, we will get right into our Bible study in Psalm 139. 
We are sailing with Jesus on the ocean of time. Rock. We are daily rocked by the restless tide. But we're nearing the harbor of that country sublime home. Our eternal home on the other side. Home on the other side. Rocked by the restless tide of the mighty deep. Rocked by the tide of the deep. The storms of the ocean wide all around us sweep. All around us sweep. Skies will again be blue when the storms are storms are o'er and safe with the pilot true we shall reach that shore at the golden shore billows dashing around us sound of breakers we hear rocked we are daily rocked by the restless rocked tide. by the restless tide lights will shine from the harbor Friends will greet us with cheer Home, our eternal home On the other side On the other side Rocked by the restless tide Of the mighty deep Rocked by the tide of the deep The storms of the ocean wide All around us sweep All around us sweep Skies will again be blue When the storms are o'er the storms are o'er Safe with the pilot true, we shall reach that shore at the golden shore. Rocked by the restless tide of the mighty deep. Rocked by the tide of the deep, the storms of the ocean wide all around us sweep. All around us sweep. Skies will again be blue when the storms are storms are o'er and safe with the pilot true we shall reach that shore happy golden shore skies will again be blue when the storms are when the storms are o'er and safe with the pilot true we shall reach that shore happy golden I hope you enjoyed that song, and uh, that's a good song to help you on this Thursday. Uh, but look at verse number one. Oh, Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. I'm glad that God knows everything. He is omniscient. And uh, you say, well, I'm not living right. Well, then you better get right because God always is uh, omniscient. That's not going to change. And uh, I want to live right. I want to live uh, my life according to what God has given me in His Word. He's already told us what He expects and what He wants. And I want to tell you, it's not that hard. You say, oh, there are so many verses in the Bible and oh, there's so much. You know, the truth is, if you would just do the things you know to do, um, you'd be okay. And if you would just continue to read and study, God will show you things. And if you just go to church and just listen to preaching and go to Sunday school, listen to teaching, uh, you'll know how to live the Christian life. It's really, it's not that complicated. Uh, just, just do what's right. Um, love God, love people, uh, forgive, be kind, um, work hard, be honest. I mean, there, it's not, I mean, most of that you learned when you were a child. 
And uh, yet it's not the stuff we don't know that's the problem. It's the stuff we do know that we have a hard time obeying. Uh, amen to that. That's the truth for all of us. But God knows. He has searched David. He knew David. He knew when David uh, sat down. He knew when he stood up. He understands this. Uh, verse 2, God understands our thoughts afar off. Now think about that. That is powerful. We said yesterday that we don't even remember the minute details of today. Uh, there's no way you could go back and say, I know I left the house at exactly 7, 17 a.m. You know, no, you don't remember exactly the time. Maybe one day you do, but you don't remember exactly what time you got a drink of water or exactly what time you, um, you know, uh, left for lunch or what time you, you ate that, that third bite of your lunch today. You don't remember the minute details. Nobody does. But God knows everything. Now, here's what else he knows. Verse number two. He understandest, David said, my thought afar off. Now that means God even has our thoughts figured out. He understands what you're thinking. Now that's saying something because there's times I don't even understand what I'm thinking. You ever have days like that? where you have so many thoughts and you're just thinking, I don't even know what to do. I don't even know what to make of all that stuff going on up in my, my brain. Now, sometimes maybe that's the way you, you feel when I'm preaching. You're like, I don't think pastor knows what in the world he's talking about. I don't even think he's got his thoughts together. Well, I try, but God understands our thoughts afar off. Now I'm in the radio room here with brother Nathan and I could, after the broadcast, I could say now, brother Nathan, you're having a bad day, aren't you? You can just tell I can see it on your face. And I, I'm, I'm teasing. I can't. He's, he's having a good day, I'm sure. Uh, at least he seems like it. He's got me fooled anyway. But I could say that, and I, I could say that based upon the fact that I'm close. I, I've been watching him. I've been trying to pick up on, you know, body language and facial expressions. And, and I could, from a close distance, a uh, close proximity, I could say, I, th I think I know what he's thinking. Well, first of all, I don't know what he's thinking and he doesn't know what I'm thinking. You know, nobody knows what each other's thinking. Only the Lord knows that. And sometimes we don't even know that. But I certainly would not be in Timbuktu and get on the phone with Nate, Brother Nathan and say, oh, Brother Nathan, I know what you're thinking right now. I couldn't even see him. I haven't even been with him. I haven't even been around him. So how could I think that I know what he's thinking if I'm not close, if I'm far away? Well, God doesn't have to be close by. God doesn't have to be sitting right next to you to know what you're thinking. And by the way, if you are saved, he is close to you. He is right beside you. He's a friend that sticks close to the brother, but he doesn't even have to be. God could be 100 miles away. God could be 1,000 miles away. God could be 100,000 miles away. And he would still know what you are thinking. Why? Because he is omniscient. He is all-knowing. Verse number three. Thou compassest my path and my lying down and art acquainted with all my ways. That word compassest my path, it means God, God surrounds and God understands. Not just like I know, I know the path uh, from here to Florida, let's say. I could say, all right, it's Interstate 95. I, I know what the route is from here to there. I, you know, I could say I know that path, but I couldn't say I understand that path. I wouldn't be able to tell you, well, now there's this detour or there's this construction or there's going to be this interchange or there's going to be this exit. Or I wouldn't be able to say I understand it. I might know it, but I don't understand it. But God 
knows your path. I like what it says in the book of Job. Job said, God knoweth the, the path that I take. He knows the way that I take. He knows what's going to be in the way. He knows what's going to happen along the way. God knows the path that we take. There are no surprises with God. Boy, there are surprises for us. Uh, every day I'm surprised at something. And I know if you say, well, are you really surprised? Well, no. I mean, you know, if you would have told me that happened, I'd say, well, maybe. But I didn't expect it. I didn't know it was going to happen that day. Can I tell you there are no surprises with God? God knows when I lie down. God knows when I'm tired. God knows when I'm worn out. God knows when I'm resting. God knows when I'm sleeping. He is familiar with all my ways. It says that he is acquainted with all my ways, whether I'm awake or whether I'm asleep, whether I'm standing or whether I'm sitting, whether I'm staying or whether I'm going, God knows everything about me. God knows everything about you. God knows and he understands. Verse number four, it says, for there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it altogether. Now, there are some words that I could, there are some sentences, there are some paragraphs that I could quote for you word for word. Um, I say something very similar on the radio in the introduction every day. Um, I say very similar things maybe in church during announcement time, not word for word, but a lot of times it's very similar. But I could not go back today and I could not go back and completely word for word say everything that I said to everybody at every, in every meeting today. I couldn't do that and neither could you. But here's what the Bible says. There is not a word, not a single word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it altogether. That word altogether means entirely, completely, without exception. God knows every word that you have spoken today. God knows every word you have spoken this week. God knows every word you have spoken in your life. God knows every, every word you have typed uh, on a computer. God knows every word you have texted. God knows every uh, conversation you have had. And you say, well, how does God know that? Because he knows everything. Um, you know, sometimes people, when there's an investigation, they'll have a, a cell phone uh, will be taken or a laptop will be taken or, uh, you know, whatever, some other device will be taken. And it's, they'll, they'll search and scour that, trying to find out exactly, you know, piece together a crime. Well, well God knows everything. He doesn't need your computer. He doesn't need your cell phone. Uh, he doesn't need your text messages. God knows already. He knows every word. There is not a word that God doesn't already know completely or entirely. I tell you, we're, we're laying the groundwork here. I hope you understand. We're laying the groundwork to say that God is omniscient. He is all-knowing and he never forgets. Verse number five, for thou hast beset me. Um, verse number five, thou hast beset me behind and before and laid thine hand upon me. That word beset, it literally means to enclose or to hedge in. Uh, we'll often pray. I, I pray with my wife uh, every evening uh, before we go to bed, every night before we go to bed. And I'll almost always pray, Lord, I ask that you would build a hedge of protection around our family. And you say, well, where do you get that? Well, the book of Job. Uh, Job prayed a hedge around his family. And his family was protected until God 
remove that hedge until God is the one who allowed that hedge to be removed and he allowed Satan to come in. And obviously Satan was, was testing uh, Job, but it was with the approval of God. You see, nothing can touch you unless God allows it. Nothing can touch me unless God allows it. God has enclosed us. He has hedged us behind us and ahead of us. But then it says this, he has put his hand, he has laid his hand upon us. Now that's good to know. Not only does God have us protected in the front and in the back, but then God has his hand upon us. His hand is powerful. His grip is powerful. I spoke yesterday in the school chapels and I spoke about how that our hands should not be weak. The Bible says in Zephaniah, and the reason our hands should not be weak is because we have the hand of God that is fighting for us. We have the mighty hand of God. If I'm playing with my children, I'll use, for, for example, Micah. He's our youngest. But if I've got Micah uh, and I pick him up and I kind of turn him around and I don't, I don't play too rough with the kids. I probably am not rough enough. Probably I'm not preparing them enough for life. But uh, if I were to turn Micah upside down and you know what Micah would do? He would grab even tighter to my arm, right? Because he's thinking, I don't want to fall. Well, what Micah does not know is his safety does not depend upon his grip. Micah's safety depends upon my grip on him, not his grip on me. And I, we ought to hold fast to the Lord. I understand that we ought to hang on to God. Uh, um, but I want to tell you this, your safety is not dependent upon your grip. Your safety is dependent upon the grip of our great God. And his grip is powerful. His hand is mighty and you are safe. And I am safe because we are in the hand of the Father. I'm so glad that he is very close. He's got us hedged in in front. He's got us hedged in behind, and he's got his hand upon us as we walk through this life. I hope that'll encourage you today, and I hope it'll bless you. And Psalm 139 is such a rich, rich psalm. We haven't gotten through uh, even a, a half of it yet, but I hope it's been a blessing to you. We'll continue tomorrow, and look forward to it uh, tomorrow. And may God, God rich and bless you. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.